Straight Talk Uncut. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Tellers here, back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this episode is being recorded on May 3rd, 2016. And the quote for this episode goes like this. Think of how stupid the average person is and realize half of half of them are stupider than that here it is again think of how stupid the average person is and realize half of them are stupider than that and that's by George George Collin so <laughs> of course this is just a funny ass quote but when I saw it it made me look up the definition of stupid you know because we 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 all use the word stupid we've all probably done stupid things and so i was like you know what what is 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 there a defining uh description of stupid because we all use it as as like anything uh that just seems like counter to smart you know what I mean so so just doing so stupid is is really actually if you look up the definition that's exactly what it is there's no like one thing that stupid is it's it's pretty much a ballpark a ballpark word to use for anything that that just goes against using common sense goes against any sort of educational or rational rational thinking um I mean, it's pretty much just how how we use it. But you know, I just wanted to look it up to see if there's a you know how like some words we've used we use daily, but then we don't use it in its correct turn in its correct meaning. Um, even even some words that are even uh, and I, I sort of mentioned this yesterday. We can't even use words that in its own context today. Like we can't even use like the words that in, in in the in the way that is defined in the dictionary you know what i mean simply because we've overused them in the wrong way that it's taken on like like a urban or slang or a new definition so i mean we so think about this think about the, the, this word stupid and in who eyes is something seen as stupid Anyone that um, from from you know the baby boomer generation may see someone who leaves a high paying job, all the business, all the traditional things that you're supposed to have. Somebody may see you know a person that that's leaving a situation like that is stupid. Someone may see. Um, some some chick some lady who's who's quote happily married you know to to someone who's taken care of in all the ways that are public um and maybe he just lack emotional skills to where you know he can't he can't sit and hold hold a conversation with his wife on an emotional level not not even mean but just can't give her whatever she needs emotionally not even like being mean but just 
he, he doesn't have the empathy empathy that she needs but financially she's taken care of he's a good father everything like that and she leaves him some some women may see that as stupid you know what i mean but to her it's totally what she needs to do so but i'm pretty sure george collin is using it in the context of just people just doing dumb shit but again i mean how many times have you used the word stupid in relationship to something you've done I use it all the time. I, I, I can be doing something and as I'm doing it, knowing like this is so stupid and then, you know, get the outcome that was, you know, expected. And then you say, you know, damn, that was stupid. So actually, so, so that may go against, you know, uh, what I just said before, like doing something out of, like irrationally or without pre-thinking sometimes you can just think something and you just take a risk so is taking a risk stupid or does it depend on the outcome say you take a risk and then you get a positive outcome then it's not so stupid you know but if you do something you take a risk and then you 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 know you you get the negative outcome then of course yeah hindsight is 2020 is going to be it's going to seem stupid just like a lot of things in the news we see where uh it's, it's, it's always easy to say something stupid if you if you're not there if you don't know the whole story you don't know if you can't put it in context for instance like a lot of these um people getting killed and and mauled by these you know animals in captivity um, the recent one I think was a, a a lady got killed by a lion or a tiger or something like that uh, at in San Diego or one of these zoos, and it was sort of behind the scenes. You know, it wasn't in public, but she, you know, she was she was a staff member, so she could have been feeding the lion. I don't know what she was doing, but in hindsight, um, Without knowing the story, of course, people are gonna say, "Well, it's, you know, she was stupid for being there around the animal," and it's that's always the case with some people because some people just feel animals shouldn't be kept at zoos, shouldn't be kept in captivity anyway. So, of course, they they're gonna see see it as well. It, it was stupid of her to be there without knowing the whole story. It's, it's always easy to to you know to attribute that term stupid to something when you don't know the whole story but you know again a lot of people just do dumb shit stupid shit just go just look at any new look at look at the news stories look at um you know just go to youtube <laughs> you you you'd be hard pressed to 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 just be on a general front page of youtube and not find a top 10 list of something stupid happening or you know one of those one of those lists one of those video lists of uh people doing stupid stuff but i just thought it was a funny quote <laughs> you know because you it's like it, it's like two parts to it <laughs> and uh george carlin happens to be one of my favorite comedians uh i rem like him whoopi goldberg eddie murphy i remember having to sneak and watch these comedians on my little black and white TV. I would have to plug in earphones. This is when I was real little. 
and and this is this is when uh, the TV it was a black and white TV and it had brightness and contrast. It had two knobs, brightness and contrast, and I would have to turn turn the brightness all the way down so my mom wouldn't be able to know that I was still up watching TV. <laughs> I would only be able to see just like a little hint of of uh, the comedian. And this is back when you know uh, HBO's comedy specials were just just starting like in the 80s so yeah George Carlin one of my favorite comedians alright so anyway pick of the day for the day like I mentioned yesterday I told you guys on my last episode that uh, I was going to be posting some pictures from the Phoenix Arizona Desert Botanicals some pictures that I came because I totally forgot I even took these were taken on my uh, the Fuji S2 Pro. I think that was called Fuji Firepix S2. That was my first DSLR. So that was back in like 2005 or six or something like that. And so I'm going to post probably two more, a few more from that uh, from that trip we took. But uh, yeah, I was I was amazed. This was my first time ever seeing like like cactus in in this environment you know like giant cacti so um, I posted I posted that pick of the day from that series and I post uh, some more the rest of this week just because I just like them and I think you know black and white or a little tone image work for those um, for that for that scene Simply because it was, it was like I said, it was real, real bright. It was a dry environment, and everything sort of kind of like washed out together. So, you know, I did a little, a little. Uh, I did a black and white using silver effects, and did just a minor little toning, and um, and and I used a high pass filter. That, that's usually my go-to: a high pass filter for sharpening. And then just uh, you know using a mask and, and then selectively sharpening where I want to sharp. You know some people do some people do the uh, and I've, I've messed with this before too. I've done the focus stacking, but to me it just takes a little bit too much time. <laughs> you know I mean everything is not going to be perfectly sharp. It's just unrealistic to have um, to to. To just have the image looking so pr- I mean I like the look it's just not for me I like I've seen people do it and I and I like wow it, it works uh, you know with certain images but it's, for I don't I don't think it works for my image the way I shoot so uh, but it, it is a cool technique I've, I one the last time I experimented with it was uh, was when I was doing some still life shots and um, actually, yeah, yeah, it was some still life shots that I was doing for some product, product photography. And it was these series of, um, I think I talked about it, these series of little, um, little, uh, little miniature tiny, tiny bottles that this lady was collecting sand from different beaches in. She wanted, she wanted um, photographs of them. And, and the only way that I can get them in focus all like every single bottle perfectly in focus you know i tried i tried like shooting at five uh, apertures different apertures to try to get it all in focus 
but uh, it was just easier to to do a focus stacking, like you know, take a shot, focus on each bottle. Of course, shooting on the tripod, uh, take a shot, shooting shooting um, each bottle perfectly in focus. It like I think I was at like 2.8 um, aperture, like 2.8 something like that. And and with still the background um, out of focus. But the bottles in focus, it actually looked, you know, it actually worked for it, that that type of image. But like, you know, usually in nature and out and about, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take the time uh, to to do that. You know, focus stacking, mainly because it's been a while since I've been out and about shooting that I've had the time to do that. You know, that I've taken a tripod and. Uh, of course, it can be done without a tripod, but it's, it's definitely easier to focus stack when you're using the tripod. So, um, so yeah, I, I just generally use a high-pass filter if I need to just uh, bring out a little more sharpness, like around the main subject or something like that. But um, yeah, I, I'm not a, I'm not a pixel peeper. I'm not I'm not a stickler for that. And you guys probably. Can probably uh, see that from my images anyway. I'm going for the overall feeling uh, over, like techno technical, like perf you know perfection. So, so what else going on? Uh, let me see. I just got a tag. Okay. So, uh, landmine workouts. If you guys haven't checked it out, just go to YouTube, do a search for landmine workouts. So I did a landmine workout this morning, one called um, Deadlift, or what is it called? Dead Landmine. And it's pretty much where you, you start on one side of the loaded side of the, the barbell. You do sort of a, a deadlift. You transition the, the bar to the middle and then you move to the other side and set the bar down. So instead of just going straight up and down with the deadlift, you're going up, switch side, then down. Up, switch sides, then down. And this it, it gives kind of like a cardio and strength training in in, uh, in one workout. And that's what I've been, I've been going for. But I can t I, I'm gonna tell you, the, the workout I did this morning, I did Sorry about that microphone. <laughs> microphone popped out. Uh, technical diff difficulty. Stand by, please stand by. Check one. All right. So the workout I did this morning, I didn't plan right because I had too many squat movements. And just to give you an example, so I go from dead landmine to um, I had a uh, ab carver in there. You know, using the ab, the perfect ab carver. I had that in there, and then but after that. It goes from the dead landmine to a kettlebell, but I use a dumbbell a squat press on each side, left and right. Uh, then I go from a bar, using the bar curl, the curl bar, I go from a, a dead lift to a shoulder press. So all those squat movements in, in that one routine, it was just too much. I mean, I finished it, but I didn't really, I didn't really plan it right, cause I, I mean, my my knees, I was feeling it when I was done, but uh, I'm, I'm, I am loving these landmine workouts, uh, and I wear, I do wear a heart monitor just to see 
just to gauge the effectiveness of each exercise I do, you know, each routine I do. Um, and I generally, like, including, I walk on a treadmill for like 40 minutes before I do my workout, just to, just to warm up, simply because I work out in the basement, it's, it's cold, and, um, and it's early in the morning. <laughs> you know, it's like anywhere between 2.30 and 3.30 when I, when I start my workout. So I, I usually throw, put some on Netflix and I walk on a treadmill at like 3.5 on, on like a three incline for 40 minutes. And that gives me my warm up, that gives me my wake up. Um, and you know, so I can go into the workout. So, so including that, I usually burn a, a total of anywhere between 750 and 850 calories, right? So, but without the without the treadmill, uh, like the lad, like starting this week, I didn't start my heart heart monitor until my treadmill workout was done. You know, my warm up was done, and my the regular workout is only like is is exactly 20 minutes 20 seconds. So. With that, with just that workout at 20 minutes, 20 seconds, I burn probably like three, anywhere between 300 and like 75 and 300, three, between 300 and 375 calories. That's that's what I'm averaging, just depending on the workout. So um, yeah, so I, yeah, you know, and, and that's that's with the landmines. Uh, under like when I'm doing like regular workouts, it usually fall at the like 300 mark. 375 I mean 275 300 uh, that's that's just with you know the other routines I've been doing dumbbells and stuff like that I usually try to incorporate at least 10 pound dumbbells in in, in a few different workouts um, and then and, and the reason why I do that is because you know I'm, I'm doing this is a, I'm on a hundred days straight track without any days off so when I feel like you know, when I when I start to feel it, then I take out the the dumbbells. You know what I mean? So, or I build a workout that's totally based on, um, like like really really non-impact core training, like planks. You know, like different type of plank routines, push-ups and stuff like that, pull-ups. You know, to where uh, it is not really really high impact. And I can and I can just do just basic moves, without. You, you know what I mean? Like, so, sort of using a lot of muscle memory over trying something new. That's when I'm, you know, on days like at the end of the week, like usually usually Thursday, Friday. I, I you know I, I I try to do workouts like that, to where it's really really basic movements, nothing nothing fancy, nothing new, and my you know it's just. My, my body's just used to doing them, so it's not all that big of a deal. The, the, the new workouts are what, you know, takes a toll because your body's not, you're using muscles that you, you, you really not used before. You know, those little, little, little muscles that, that you haven't used before. It's almost like you work out every day, but then you go out and start working in your garden. And you're like, why am I so, so sore? I work out every day. Well. You know, you, you you don't you don't use those muscles, and that's the one thing I did like about um, P90X 
is that, is that it incorporated a lot of muscles that you don't normally do when you're working out. Uh, P90X and there was another one uh, from that same, from Beachbody. Uh, I think that guy Sean T did, did it. It was like insanity. And that was, it was insanity. That, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. That, that was just, I, I tried to do that a couple of times. That was torture. It was just too, it was just too much, man. Uh, I'm not a, you know, I'm, even though I'm working on it, I, I'm not a big stamina workout type guy. Uh, these workouts I've been doing recently are, the, are probably the most high intense workouts I've done. Uh, although I did, I did this 90 day workout from this app called Maximum Capacity MCT. I think I told you about that. That's a good, that, that, that is a good app. Uh, MCT on, on Google Play at iTunes Store. Uh, I mean, of course, there was some workouts that, like there was one, the, uh, the hand press shoulders, or handstand shoulder press. I've never been able to do handstands. I, when, I, when I did that app, did that workout, I was, I was able to do about two or three, you know, going from doing zero to doing two or three. But uh, yeah, man, it, the, the first few weeks were easy, but when you got close, closer you got to day 90, it was killer. Uh, so anyway, see what's going on on the photography front uh i did oh I, you know what i did print an image this morning i printed an image on the canon, canon pixma pro i printed the pick of the day that i had uh the big horn that that bull that the big steer i printed that picture and it you know i printed it on matte paper like a five by seven um and, uh, and I've been trying to print like once or twice a week just to keep that printer from getting clogged up. Uh, so I chose that one and uh, yeah, man, it came out good. The one thing I think I, I, I uh, need to do though, it, it came out straight black and white even though I got a little tone in there because I selected black and white. And I think I should have uh, selected, you know, just color and let it, actually I may even, I may even print another one when I get home just to see, you know, cause I'm thinking it's a black and white image. Uh, so I, I selected black and white, but I think I should have just selected color and just left it at that. So I may give that, I mean, as far as like clarity, the image came out fine. It was just the, the color, it was a straight black and white, but the black and white images look good. So I may, uh, I may print that one again. Um, So, yeah, man, this is a quick one. That's that's about it. That's that's you know pretty much what's going on. Uh, let me see what else. I still have to. Uh, I want to send in that film. I may do that this evening as well, using that that guy on eBay and just you know and, re and report back on the results from that and get some film scanned and and, and printed in. And uh, maybe, you know, post those as pics of the day. Uh, but other than that, you know, check out, check my, my podcast out on iTunes, on SoundCloud. You know, uh, of course, straighttalkuncut.com. If you got any questions, comments, anything like that, um, just send them to tell us at straighttalk.com. And like I always say, I don't know a lot. But what I do know, I try to talk straight about. This has been Straight Talk Uncut. I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys coming back listening. 
and I'll talk to you in the next episode.